Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Oh, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? <laughs> I, I think I think this podcast, Daryl, I, I, I think all I got to say is people just be prepared, right? Just bring a box of Kleenex because I think you're going to be laughing. Extremely <laughs> <laughs> laughing, but in a crying, great and maybe both at the same time. Oh, man, what a what a uh, what a great day today. And by the way, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, delivering real value. We call it selling from the heart. And Larry, uh, boy, I just got to say this past weekend, uh, I just ended the uh, 50 days of Leslie celebrating my wife's 50th birthday. And it went really, really well. But oh my goodness, I'm glad that is behind me. That was a lot of pressure. Well, it, it, it was good that you set the stage on that one because my wife, she experienced that a couple years ago, but now I kind of miss the 50 days of Leslie. So it's like, come on. Uh, well, we'll have to come up with, with something to, to go. But by the way, as we get started, uh, as we always do, we want to give a shout out to our friends at selling, uh, at send out cards, send out cards and selling from the heart seems so synonymous. Uh, it's hard not to say one without the other. And um, Larry, I just, I, I love the feedback we get uh, from people when they get a card. A, a simple thank you card is so profound in today's culture. Yeah, you know, you're, you're so right because actually this just happened yesterday. I got a message inside Facebook Messenger from somebody because I had my last week's blog post was all about showing appreciation. And I think, you know, I really urge sales leaders if you really want your sales to grow, in 2020, then it starts with you. And why don't you show appreciation towards your salespeople because it'll trickle down into how they take care of your clients. And it was through that, that somebody actually reached out and said, you know what? I remember that send out cards. I think I was a long time ago. I might've sent a card out. Right. Where's when I send another card out? So I sent her the link to selling from the heart and, and send out cards. And she just sent a card out today and let me know. So that's kind of cool. Oh, man, if it's been more than a week since you've sent a thank you card to somebody, you absolutely got to check this out. Go to cards.sellingfromtheheart.net and uh, you can actually send your first card for free. Totally cool. Larry, we have got a dynamite guest today that I think is going to uh, challenge our socks off, encourage us. We're going to be laughing, crying, and probably everything in between. It's going to well, I think he's gonna, he, might even, he might even wow us. <laughs> it might be wow. Hey, so let me introduce my friend, Christian Grasso. Chris and I have known each other, gosh, I think 15 plus years. This man is one of the most encouraging people I've ever met in my life. He is uh, currently functioning as a sales manager uh, for an organization in the great state of Florida. Uh, he is also the uh, author and head editor and guru behind a project that's coming out next month, hopefully, called The Wow Factor. Uh, word of the week. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to love our friend Christian Grasso. So, Chris, welcome to the Song from the Heart podcast. Well, it's great to be here. You caught me in my... Uh 
office with the, uh, my vehicle. <laughs> you guys have the stuff hanging above your heads. I, uh, I have a sunroof. That's what I have. So that's what you get. <laughs> well, hey, we're so glad you're here. And I know today's conversation is, is going to be extremely powerful. But as we get started, I know you're a man that cares a lot about words and a lot about definitions. So you know the question uh, that all of our guests get. Chris, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Well, yeah, I am a, because I'm, I'm dyslexic, you know, I realize I have special powers, by the way, I see things different and back to right. In fact, for years, I used to pray to a dog and that all changed now. So, <laughs> I'm just boring myself out. So, uh, so I, to, to, I learned to define things and to realize that um, if you're going to define things, then I started reading the dictionary. And so, you know, to define that word sell, I mean, according to the dictionary, um, it is it's to persuade someone of the merits of or to give or hand over something in exchange for money. Um, but I have a, because here's the deal with definitions, is we always have our own filter and it's based on our experience and uh, those can be good and bad. But for me, selling is not a transfer of information. That's, that's teaching. And, and we need that. Selling to me is a transfer of energy. You see, if I believe in something, I can't be quiet about it. I remember one of my friends, I'm in a, a wholesale flooring business, and they said, you're excited about floors? I said, yeah. And they said, I'm not. I said, that's why I do what I do, and you don't, because I am. <laughs> I'm excited about floors. Yeah. And uh, so that's yeah. the first part, is, is, is the transfer of energy, something that, that's exciting. And then the heart. I know you guys aren't talking about the hollow muscular organ that pumps blood through the circulatory system. No, it's the second one actually is the central or innermost part of something. It is the sustenance of who we are. That's our heart. So selling from the heart is who we are. But here's what I was thinking about when you guys asked that question. There's been times in my life that I wouldn't want to share what's in my heart because it's not very good. Mm. I learned that hurt people hurt people and selfish people tend to be, well, selfish and uh, confuse people, confuse and so on. And so one of my thoughts is, what if we sell from the heart, but our heart is a mess? Then what are we doing? Yeah, Chris, you just, I mean, that was pure gold because, you know, how many times does that happen? Because, you know, a lot of times when I'm working with salespeople, whether that be one-on-one or in a group setting, you know, that question always is, you know, hey, if you listen to the Selling from the Heart podcast, you know, the first question we always ask is, what's it mean to you to sell from the heart? And it's interesting the answers and the responses that you get. But then I just flip it around and say, well, what prevents us from doing that? And it's interesting because I really appreciate what you just said because it's, it's so spot on. Well, and even defining the word pure, I think that's what it really takes. That's what I love about definitions is they're like layers of an onion. You just keep discovering and keep discovering. The more you dig, the more you discover it. That's where the wow comes out. But the, the word pure means without any extraneous or unnecessary elements. And then this is the one that really get me, got me, is free from any contamination. And I was thinking, man, the, the longer we're in this world of sales, the more chance we have to be contaminated by things that maybe we don't have control over or a narcissistic boss or a, a greedy company or the list goes on and on. Wow. I mean, it, this is really, really profound and powerful in terms of, you know, if, if you think about it, the heart is the innermost part of a person in that definition that you read, which, which I agree with a hundred percent. If, if you think about that, 
innermost part of a person and, and you're a salesperson that that does truly want to be authentic and bring yourself, you know, the, the first question is, do you really know who you are? Um, and then the second question is, are there things deep inside that are driving your motivation that maybe are, are way below the surface that you're not really aware of even? Um, maybe, maybe you haven't even, you know, haven't taken the time to take that deep dive. And those things, you know, quite seriously could be sabotaging your uh, success and on so many different levels, financially, fulfillment wise, all of that. It, it sounds like a deep dive is in order here. Well, I was thinking of that. It just like, how do you, I, I'm in my mid fifties and, and I, I don't know that I would have been willing to, to take a personal assessment when I was younger because I had so much ego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I've fallen enough times and, uh, the only way I could look is up. And so there's times when I'm like, oh my gosh, the ego has been knocked right out of me. And so now it's different. And so I guess that is one of the questions is, are you willing to take a look at yourself? And it's hard because there's some of the junk that I've gotten rid of in my life that, like you said, I didn't even know I had it. I didn't realize that. I was portraying an energy that wasn't good. It wasn't healthy. It was, mm-hmm. it was self-serving. I mean, and that, the people can read us better than we, maybe we think they can't. They know oh, some of our motives yes. and our desires. You know what I mean? And, yeah, they can um, smell it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You guys talk about that that smell of commission breath, yeah. you know? I mean, <laughs> right. it's like, yeah, like what happens? What if I'm more concerned of their well-being than mine? I, I mean, it's just hard. So I, that is one of the things. Is I don't know. I know you guys have talked some like of the Enneagram or these different assessment tools mm-hmm. that are available. Um, it's helped me. I had to... Because uh, we don't see our blind spots, right? When you're driving, you don't you don't see. I mean, you just right. you don't. And uh, that's the other thing is getting someone that doesn't work for me to help me evaluate me. In other words, you don't want to surround yourself with a bunch of perfect, like-minded people that go, "Yeah, whatever you say, yeah, absolutely." <laughs> As opposed to saying, "I think you're way off. You are like a selfish pig, man." You know, and just <laughs> well, but I mean. We're talking about something that I think is really important because when I started writing Selling from the Heart, Chris, and Daryl already knows this, is I had to take a look inside of who I was. And that's why the first three and a half, almost four chapters of Selling from the Heart is all about working on ourselves. And the reason why I did that is I spent enough time inside sales teams, both you know highly functional sales teams as well as highly dysfunctional sales teams. And I think we just don't do enough. And, I, and I'll throw this all the way up to the top of the food chain is helping salespeople align themselves and become the best versions of themselves. Yeah. And if leaders really understood that and grasped onto that, if they had healthy, functioning sales professionals that were out there promoting themselves, their careers, what they do, how they can help, can you imagine what sales results would look like? That'd be pure. Right from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that this journey, like I'm I'm sitting here reflecting on what you're saying, Chris and and Larry, I I think you're, you're right on with all of this. Um, But Chris, thinking about what you said earlier, you know, you get inside a, you're probably going to have to get some outside uh, help here because you get inside a sales team. It just changes it. Yeah. I mean, the, the connection. Yeah, the bullpen is going to be full of egos and, you know, hopefully healthy competition. Um, your sales manager, 
gosh, that you know, <laughs> could go down that road. But I, I would think that, you know, most, most of the time, I don't know, you know, how vulnerable you're able to get with your sales manager. Um, it just depends, you know, on the, on the circumstance there, but being able to find someone, um, who you can actually have an honest conversation with, and maybe someone who's, who's, um, a peer and someone who's a little bit older, who, who can maybe dispense a little bit of, a bit of wisdom and, um, be willing to share some of the harder things with you. Right. Absolutely. Well, and then just, I noticed that I'm a, I'm a, an emotional hoarder. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't live my life not throwing away garbage, but for some reason I do, uh, I keep a lot of junk, um, frustrations and hurts and disappointments and unforgiveness. And I, I just keep them with me and they're driving around. I'm just, I'm carrying them with me. And then I'm wondering why I'm so tired, you know? And so I, again, had to do another thing as uh, our company's in a massive restructure. And, and I'm like, why am I carrying this? Like, I have nothing to do with that department. Like what in the world, why is that my business? You know, but I see there's a problem. Somebody needs to fix that, you know? And so what I've been doing as of late is, is dropping down all that extra weight that I've been mm-hmm. carrying around. And I tell you what, it's, it's freeing. Um, my wife, uh, this is very personal, but my wife uh, put on the front of my car. Can you guys see it? Yeah. It says, yeah, we can see it, but unfortunately our listeners can't see it. Oh, well then let me read read it. That'd be awesome. Remember your job is what you do, but it is all caps, not what you are. We need you underlined three times. Oh man, that's beautiful. And I, I have it in my car because as a guy, I'm so consumed with, I guess, title or, um, you know, we have these quotas to get just like anybody. And now I'm in a situation that if I don't hit my quota, I get like punished percentage. And and that's fine, except when you don't hit your quota. (laughs) 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 Dang. So, you know, like this month, I missed it by a little bit because they shipped two pieces of trim one day. I'm like, two pieces, $60 in one day? I do millions. This is crazy. And, you know, you want to blame somebody. You want to poke somebody. I'm Italian, Irish, and German. I want to I want to get ethnic with them. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a right because of my ethnicity to hurt people. I should just, but, 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 it's, but, but you know what though? Um, I want to, I, I gotta, I gotta hit this for a second because you just keyed in on something is when we get frustrated, right? We might be frustrated at our manager and we might get frustrated at our company. Mm-hmm. But that's only temporary. It doesn't prevent us from going out and becoming that best version of ourselves or doing what we think is right. We can only control what we can control. And I think sometimes, I mean, I'll be the first one to admit, Chris, I hold on to a ton of emotional baggage. I did when I was in sales all the time yeah. to the point where I would get consumed with it until I go, yes. I can't control any of that, but it's controlling me. Mm-hmm. That's the key. If you don't let go of it, it won't let go of you. And it's almost like it controlled me. I was thinking the other day, in fact, I posted on social media because it was such a revelation to me, is I realized that I was putting sticks of, of ideas and thoughts and my own frustrations on other people's fires of frustrations. And it was, in, 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 it was like an inferno. And then they would give me some and we both just flamed together. Yeah, well, <laughs> let me tell you what so-and-so did. And it's a big stick back on their fire. And I'm like, what are we doing? 
you know, yeah. and it was like, we weren't helping. We weren't encouraging. We, we weren't solving any problem. When we got off the phone, we were more miserable than we started. And the whole world's in trouble, you know, and I'm like, what have I done? And so I had to, I had to pull back and say, what am I doing? Yeah. And, and that's when my wife put that on my car. Like, stop. When, you know, anyway. So I am uh, learning to cultivate a pure heart so that I can sell from the heart. Oh, that's so good. I mean, if you think about your, your physical heart, you know, if you had, I mean, you might, you might go for a walk or go for a jog or, or whatever, but if you had like an 80 pound backpack on and yeah. then tried to go for that same run, right. You would be, you'd be huffing and puffing. It wouldn't be any fun by any stretch, right? Exactly. Baggage there. You're carrying stuff that you don't need to carry. And you know, if you look at the the heart from, um, from, you know, that inner self level, you go, how much baggage are you carrying? And, you know, I, I say this over and over again on this podcast, uh, sales is tough, right? Mm -hmm. It's tough. It is. You got the, you know, you get it from both sides. You've got prospect, you got clients, you got pressure. Um, you've got managers and policies at the company that aren't always supportive and all of this is directly tied to your income. And uh, unless you have a wife that put that little card on your uh, dashboard, it's also tied to your identity, right? That's right. Uh, yes. So maybe, maybe the first thing to do to, to start to untangle from this is to um, take your wife's advice and start removing your identity from, you know, like who you are as a person from mm -hmm. the success you achieve. Because as soon as you marry those two together... Um, we're getting pretty philosophical here, but I think this is really, really critical. The moment you marry your personal identity with your quota attainment and level of success, you've uh, put a ridiculous amount of pressure on yourself. You know what, Darren? Well, I, 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 sorry, Chris. I, I just, in, this reminds me, I had a conversation a couple weeks ago because I, I coach one-on-one -on -one high performing sales reps and what Daryl just said, and I'll flip it over to you, Chris is so spot on because these people are overachievers. They're, they're way, you know, they're above and beyond whatever that benchmark that their company set for them, but yet they're still broken. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's because, you know, they've attached their success and they've attached who they are to them achieving those numbers where, you know, I ask them, do you really even know who you are and why you're doing what you're doing? Because they're so fixated on the number. Mm. Well, that's, that goes to definition as well. If you want to define the word success, let's say if success is just money, then I might as well be a bank robber and get it over quickly. <laughs> right. You know, I'm successful. Sure. I got a lot of money. I may go to jail, but anyway, if I don't get caught, um, but I, I was going to say, uh, to, to get rid of that extra stuff is, is hard sometimes. Um, and, and it's, um, I don't know, maybe it's our own insecurity that wants to hold on to it. Mm. Um, I, I, I was <laughs> in this new project, the wow factor. One of the things we do is define words. And, and one of the authors wrote on season, um, and they were raised in Wisconsin where I was, you were in, in Canada. Right. So That's we had right. seasons. I mean, it was Big ups and downs in temperature, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. I just got exactly. my buddy from Fargo just sent me, it's snowing right now in Fargo, North Dakota, and it's 84 degrees here in, in central Florida. Yeah, and you it's know, so different. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. Did I? Hot or but, hotter. But here's what I was thinking is, you know, 
life has its ups and downs. It has mm-hmm. its highs and lows. It's hot, it's cold. And if it didn't, and it looked like a straight line, if you were in the hospital and you had a straight line, doctors and nurses would be running around. That's not a good sign. And so kind of, and that word season is a, is a powerful word because it, it has to do with the different changes of season, but it also has to do with the flavor of food. It's the same word, season. Mm-hmm. It's a seasoning. I remember going uh, to college in Baton Rouge, and when I came home back to Wisconsin, I thought my mom just was, something happened to her cooking ability. And what it was <laughs> is she, she cooked like a Wisconsin person, not like a Cajun. And it didn't have the same flavor. It didn't have the same power. And I remember going, this is so tasteless. And she was offended, and, and uh, we haven't <laughs> talked since. But... <laughs> We can work through that later. <laughs> anyway, but what I realized was uh, seasoning is good. The ups yeah. and downs are good. And, and I'll tell you what, you guys, if you show me a, a salesperson that's not passionate, you'll show me one that's probably not very good. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, so, so here's a question for you, Chris. And I, I want to play on the seasoning for a second. Okay. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. What would a couple seasonings be from your perspective? that sales reps could sprinkle internally to help with their heart? Well, one is not take themselves so seriously. Uh, I think what can happen sometimes is uh, just like what happened to me this month. I missed my sales, what we call budget by $1,600. Now I do millions of dollars a year, millions, $1,600. And I'm thinking, well, you got to have a threshold somewhere. Now, am I a failure? No, I just missed it by $1,600. Uh, but I'm not a failure. I just failed. And so part of it is that it's like, yeah, I can't judge my, my, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a loser. I'm a, you know, I shouldn't do anything. I should quit because I missed. No, my goodness. Um, you know, when we had, uh, when we had the bad weather, I call it the fake hurricane in central Florida, uh, a couple months ago, it was horrible. Nobody did anything that month or that week, uh, before, they didn't do anything mm-hmm. the week after. And then all my stuff comes from Savannah and the hurricane went around that way. And it was close. I missed three weeks of any invoicing the entire month. It's the end of the world. No, it isn't. It's, uh, it's not. And so don't take life so serious uh, yeah. to realize that, you know, my June, by the way, was the greatest June I've ever had in my 54 years. It was the greatest month of our region. It was insane. And so you have that sometimes. So it's like playing golf. You guys, you guys have never played golf with me because I don't, you don't, you don't want to. But if you did, it would be the same thing. I, I, uh, I went with my wife. Uh, we used to go every week. And then she's an athlete, very competitive. And I would hit the ball. And if it went far, I was happy. I didn't care where it went as long as it went far. And every one time I hit it into the woods, I'm like, oh, was awesome. She goes, it's out of bounds. I'm like, it was like 300 yards, honey. Do you understand? <laughs> and it didn't. She's... You know, and she's thinking, I thought the idea was to win. I said, no, it's to smack it. And to hear that noise and just be like, ah, anyway, (laughs) that's one of the seasonings, I guess, is just, just lighten up, man. Um, And and that's the other thing too, is how am I being measured? Measured on what? You know, uh, how many calls I make a day? Is that, is that right? I just sat with a guy a few minutes ago. I mean, this is real time. And we sat down in a chair and just talked for 30 minutes. I didn't talk about my product. We talked about each other. It's just pretty cool. Yeah. And just slow down, ease up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things. I think the other thing is, is to um, stop making excuses. Uh, there's an old saying about excuses are like armpits. Everybody has two and they both stink. 
Right. You know? yeah. And I, I think that I, I struggle with that sometimes. I just read something the other day. It was a reread from 10 years ago by John Miller called QBQ. Are you guys familiar with that whole group? Ah, yeah. oh, uh, that's a great book. Yeah. Highly recommend it. And yeah. John, I'm actually poking him to maybe be a part of uh wow factor volume two, because uh, nice. he's got a new book called outstanding. So he learns the power of one word and defining that word. And what does it mean to be outstanding? It means to stand out. I mean, it's right. quite simple. And so, but he's got a whole promise, a premise of the question behind the question. Don't ask why questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't ask who questions that leads to blame. Why questions uh, lead to frustration, anger, uh, Ask how, how can I help with this? That's the question I need to ask. Just reframe that question and ask it differently. So Chris, what else can we do? Let's think together guys about, you know, this whole idea of um, bringing a pure heart to the workplace, to our clients, to our prospects. What else can we do to, to maybe, uh, I guess the first step is to take inventory, right? Take inventory. Yeah. Self-assessment, again, may not be able to do that fully by yourself. There's a lot of tools mm-hmm. out there to do that. But even to find out, because, I, you know, if you've been through life, if you're older than one, uh, you've been through some stuff. And uh, yeah. our perspective, uh, the way we view things, our lenses uh, might need to be, you know, sometimes you just need to clean off your lens and, right. and, and say, God, I, thank God that's not your face. I thought you had a growth. That was just something on my, uh, my glasses. I apologize. You know, and so you can kind of clean it off. Um, yeah. But that takes time. And you have to get vulnerable with it. Yeah. And I think that's probably the biggest thing for me. Uh, I mean, for me, to be transparent, I, I actually spent a year and a half going to therapy, digging into my soul, uh, trying to be a better dad, a brother, husband, uh, a, a better guy. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a bunch of stuff that I carried with me. Um, through life because of, I don't know, unmet expectations is the yep. definition for frustration. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think, yeah, I mean, let's just throw that out there. Everyone who's listening. We all have baggage. I mean, there's not anyone in, in, at least in my opinion, in the world that I live in that doesn't have some kind of baggage. Um, I checked my ego and I eat vulnerability and I eat critique and I eat all that stuff for breakfast because a, I thrive on it. And that's what just revs my engine. Mm-hmm. But if I, you know, if I didn't do it, then I'd, boy, wow, I'd really hate to see where I was at. Just, just because, you know, I'm harder on myself than anybody, which means I'm constantly looking inside of who I am. And as, and as much as I, you know, I, I'm always chucking baggage. Yeah. Yeah. I think one, one, um, one thing that we can do is just, you know, pay attention to the, the, the self-talk. Sometimes it's trash talk. Yes. Yes. Inside your head. Right. What's going on? Like, like just cause I don't know about you guys, but inside my head, there's always a conversation going on. Right. There's uh, well, there's not, there's football, but uh, I mean, there, are, there are, you know, for the most part, there's, there's this conversation going on um, underneath the surface throughout the day. And I think paying attention to that conversation, um, recognizing it, maybe writing some of it down and then kind of putting a spotlight on it and going, what's, what's this all about? Um, you know, and, and is this helpful? Where's this coming from? And, and, uh, I think that's huge. Another thing that I think is, is really powerful that you talked about Chris earlier is stop throwing logs on the fire of bitterness, frustration, Mm -hmm. 
you know, disenfranchise, all of that stuff. And man, it, it, this happens in sales bullpens all the time, right? And it's like the most counterproductive um, thing you can do is to just stoke the fires of discontent and frustration. It, it is, a, it, quite frankly, it's an expensive habit because it costs, I think, a lot um, when it comes to um, the results that we get both financially and fulfillment wise walk around all day long, just, you know, stoking this fire of anger and rage even towards mm-hmm. the company yeah. and the product and the people that we're, we're trying to, to, you know, represent and help. I started thinking about that whole thing about contamination. I thought, well, how can we tell if we're contaminated? And I had a couple of thoughts. One was mm-hmm. if, if we find ourselves expecting the worst, we're probably mm-hmm. contaminated. If yeah. we if we immediately start blaming people around us, we're probably contaminated. You know, if we if we um, struggle to see the positive possibilities, we're probably contaminated. You know, yep. and it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, well here we go again. Yeah, well I work for a bunch of idiots, and all of a sudden you find <laughs> yourself going, wait a minute, what are you doing? Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, instead of saying, well, let's work together to get through this, and to realize, like we talked about earlier, it's just a season. This right. won't last forever. Just like yeah. my amazing month in June. That month is over. Right. I just had a really bad month two months ago, but that month's over. Yay! <laughs> you know, right. and now it's a different set of opportunities, uh, struggles, uh, situations. Um, so, yeah, um, you, you got to be careful what, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about podcasts like this that can uplift and encourage. And, and um, you said it, it, it sales is hard. Um, yep. I love it that there's a lot of freedom but I hate it that there's so much freedom. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well said. And I think, you know, that it, when it comes to, when you start to get some of this stuff out on the surface and realize, you know, there's, man, man there's a lot of trash talk in my head that is counterproductive. And mm-hmm. um, I'm letting people throw logs on a fire, you know, there's, there's gotta be, if you, if we wanted to, there's gotta be a replacement, right? There, there's gotta be some, some strategy, some methodology, some plan uh, to take that negative talk inside, in our head, get to the root of it and, um, and, and replace it with some things that are helpful. But I, and here's where I want to, you know, and I know where you'd go with this, Chris, cause I know you so well, just going and saying, okay, well, I'm going to do, you know, eight positive affirmations for every negative thing I say or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm good enough. And they're I'm all going to be enough. the same letter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, hey dude, are you an alliteration freak as well? I, Ross? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah, to. This is why Chris and I get along. Uh, you know, it's gotta be, I think it's gotta be more than just, um, you know, positive affirmations, although feeding yourself with a positive diet, you know, is like, yeah, yourself good healthy vegetables instead of you know Krispy Kreme donuts all day but but there's also got to be some work done at the root level like digging below the surface and going what is it inside me that embraces this negativity or what inside me is is fueling um you know some of this negative trash talk that seems incessant in my head and that that's where you know I applaud you taking time to do a deep dive with a counselor. Um, yeah. I've done that. I applaud, um, people that, you know, work with folks like Larry as a sales coach that are willing to let somebody challenge them, 
um, and push, you know, push them. And um, I think, you know, I think all of that stuff is extremely valuable, if not like necessary for high performance reps, especially, especially if you've been in the field, in this business, you know, in, in business for decade, decades, you know, for, yeah, for decades. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter what the industry is, you guys, it doesn't matter what the industry is. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Cause I've, I've been on all levels. I've been on the level of a newspaper boy. I was in sales mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the executive of a world company. As you know, I was global. I was in six countries flying around the world, it, it, but sales is sales and right. people are people. And problems right. are problems and solutions are solutions. I mean, there you go. It, <laughs> it, it really, I think sometimes we overcomplicate it and, yeah. and it really is. It doesn't matter if you're selling cars or makeup. Um, it's, it's just solving a problem for a person. And um, I had a guy I got really angry at the other day. Um, by the way, I realized that stress, I, I'm never, uh, uh, what's the word, creative in stress, by the way. Um, and somebody frustrated me the other day and uh, we had a flooring emergency, I call them. And uh, they told me what was going on. And I, I, I kind of lost it. I was very unprofessional and I had to apologize. But I said, oh, I'm sorry. my Because uh, he's like, this is terrible. This is unacceptable. This is horrible. This is a disaster. And I said, no, my, my friend whose daughter just got killed in an accident by a dump truck with left two little kids alone and a husband wondering what happened. That is tragic. This little thing here, because it's three days late, is not tragic. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that's what the client wanted to hear. Exactly. <laughs> but true. Well, I think sometimes, yeah, I just, I think we just, we get so, and I, and, and I hated it. You know, I mean, we want to serve. I want to be the best we can be. But I'm like, mm-hmm. my goodness, you know, um, it is what it is. Um, but I, you know, if we let that stuff define us, if we let that stuff, you know, well, I'm a failure. Just like I missed my budget or I didn't get this or I didn't, that account let me go or, you know, yeah. that one big account, I lost the whole thing and it destroyed everything. Um, like, no, uh, just reboot, man. Just yeah. reboot. I mean, reboot. You know, one thing, Chris, we're a huge advocate of here at the Selling from the Heart podcast is taking time for self-reflection. And um, I think the conversation that we've had here today um, is a great occasion uh, for everyone, including ourselves. I'm I'm challenged to the core on this to sit down and you know go for a walk, um, get you know unplug for a little while, and and just start to question um, what's going on um, in my head. Well, you know what's that talk? Um, what's bubbling up out of my heart? Where where are the places that? Um, broken or exhausted or, um, you know, just, uh, maybe even wounded like inside me and and let's, let's chase that down because those things end up, uh, either driving us inappropriately or holding us back. You know, and you, and you bring up a good point because that's why I created those daily inspirations every day, Daryl, that go out Mm -hmm. is for that, is that very reason and the responses that I'm getting and, and, You know, it, it was awesome that Chris, you sent me that message last week, you know, on, I can't remember which one it was, but I'm getting salespeople reaching out to me going, you know what, that message hit me at the right time. That's yeah. Good. Well, and, and speaking of a message coming out, um, Chris, here you're holding, <laughs> there is a, uh, there's a book coming out. And as we wrap up the podcast today, this book's going to be incredibly encouraging. So 
Um, will you, will you share just briefly about the vision for this and when it gets closer, we'll let all of our, our listeners know. I will, you know, like I said at the beginning, I'm dyslexic. So I have a superpower and that is, it's hard for me to read and I know I need to. And about a year ago, I was like, man, I wish something could be quick and fast. It could wow me and I could factor it into my life, business and professionally. And, and, uh, all of a sudden I realized that the dictionary is filled with answers. I know that sounds crazy. And I started realizing if I can define a word right, I can define my life right. And mm. so, you know, uh, like real quick, the word decide, it's two Latin words. D is away from or off and side has to do with, well, suicide, pesticide, genocide, homicide has to do with death. So to decide is to kill options. That's the wild part. And now how do you do that? Well, there's ways to create a strong path to make a good decision. And I started thinking, what if I wrote on that and help people just with a wow moment that define a word. But then I realized as schooled as I am and as well-traveled as I am, I only have a single per per perspective. What if I grabbed a couple guys, different people, different perspectives, different, uh, like this guy's a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company and this guy's an entrepreneur and he's got his own self as a staff. And what if I got some well-known people and therapists and they turned into dozens and dozens of people and now making up wow fact that we believe it's going to be a movement much like selling from the heart. So every week, word of the week, we take one word, we define it, we dig into it, and then we ask you to do it. And it's pretty cool. And nah, it's uh, going to be so good. That's coming and, up. Uh, yeah, we're so excited. Larry wrote a chapter. I can, you can only imagine what word. Yeah, I wonder what word that one's going to be. <laughs> Starts with H, ends in art. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I got the chapter on impact, which is I'm so excited about. Thanks for letting me have that word, Chris. And this Absolutely. is coming out. Uh, we're looking for this uh, by the end of the year. Absolutely. <sighs> what is Before Christmas. Great way to start the, start the new year and have a word every week and, and all of that. Listen, I really am so excited about who you are, what you're doing, um, the passion that you bring to our profession. And uh, I'm so excited that the Selling from the Heart community has gotten to know you a little bit today, Chris. Uh, any words of wisdom as we, uh, as we wrap things up? Well, just... I guess part of it is work on your definitions uh, because you already have probably a definition of it, but yeah. it's going to steer you. It's going to motivate you and, and figure it out. Uh, you know, um, what are your priorities? Figure out what's important to you. What are your values? Figure that out. We talked about, we didn't say the word, but it's core. What's on yeah. the inside, yeah. dig into it. And I, you know, part of it's a, I dare you to start uh, analyzing and defining words when you do, uh, it can be a whole new way of looking at things uh, and it can totally change your life for the better. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. And by the way, for um, all of our listeners, if you want to take a deeper dive, one of the best ways to get started is with the self-reflection journal. And uh, you can access that. The, the link's inside the book. It's actually really simple. You go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash journal and you can get a free copy of the self-reflection journal. And I think that would be a fantastic way to begin the process of taking a deeper dive. Uh, because as we said at the beginning, you know, the things that are deep inside us have the ability if sales is the transfer of emotion and excitement, as you said at the beginning. Energy, um, yeah. Energy, thank you. I knew it was one of those E words. <laughs> if it's a transfer of energy, we need to make sure we're bringing positive energy. Um, from the inside. So, hey, thank you everybody for joining us. Till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value. 
take a deep dive into your heart. And most of all, sell from the heart.